The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast, and good morning, everyone on the West Coast. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. You can give us a call today at 866-472-5787 if you're listening live on November 23rd, right before Thanksgiving. So today's topic is very, very timely. Are you worried about gaining weight over the holidays, as many people are? We have on a fabulous, funny, realistic, practical, and terrific guest, Janice Taylor. Janice is one of the country's leading health and wellness coaches, a weight loss artist, motivational speaker, author, creator of the popular e-letter, Our Lady of Weight Loss, the Kick in the Tush Club, and contributor to the Huffington Post, Today's Health and Wellness Magazine, Intent.com, BeliefNet.com, and she's been featured in O the Oprah Magazine, New York Times, Good Housekeeping, and the list goes on and on. And what Oprah says about Janice is that Janice Taylor is a kooky kind of genius, and she certainly is. She's the author of two great books. Her books are Our Lady of Weight Loss, Miraculous and Motivational Musings from the Patron Saint of the Permanent Fat Removal Club, and then her newest book, which we're talking about today, is All is Forgiven, Move On. Our Lady, of Late, well, Our Lady of Weight Loss's 100 and Fat-Burning Steps on Your Journey to Speltless, to Speltness. Welcome, Janice Taylor. Thank you. Now, the, here's the thing about the titles. They're tongue twisters. I'm telling you. And so you cannot eat if you're speaking these titles. <laughs> I mean, Speltness. Or, oh, Speltville. Speltville, yeah. Speltville. Yeah, Speltville, okay. where we all the... Um, All right. Now, what I didn't tell the audience is that you maintained your weight loss of 50 pounds for more than five years. What is your years, secret? Actually. Eight years. Oh. I, I permanently removed, I like to say, um, 50, over 50 pounds eight years ago hmm. after a lifetime of yo-yo dieting, and that's the miracle. And how'd you do it? Well, aside from, so let's just say first I did have to, Stop eating ice cream sundaes for breakfast, okay? So there had to be some change in that and some thought put into the food. But honestly, I mean, I've done that a million times in my life and gained it back. But this time I really got it that this isn't about the food, it's about my life. Of course. So I focused on my life. Mm-hmm. I focused on having fun, on creativity, on spirituality, and I realized that weight loss is a vehicle for reinvention and transformation. Mm. You know, though, what's, what's interesting, though, Janice, if you look at other addictions, like you look at, um, you know, drug addiction or you look at alcohol addiction or you look at relationship addiction or sex addiction, a lot of those you can just get away from it, but you can't get away from food. You have to eat. No, you can't get away from food, but you can eat. It's, it's really, honestly, if you change the way you're eating, 
for a good period of time, you are not, you no longer have that addiction. Mm-hmm. You can eat healthy foods. You can say no to the red light foods, the trigger foods. Right. You can really say no to them forever if you need to. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, though, that it's, I think weight loss is a process. Mm-hmm. So what, maybe I couldn't eat certain things that it would be a red light, a trigger food that would send me on a 10-year detour. You know what I mean? Send me off into the abyss. But now I can have a bite of something and not go that route. I really do think that you can, without a doubt, rewire your mind and your body so that you can navigate through that addiction. What do you find is the most challenging thing that people face? When they come to you, what's the, what's the question you get over and over? Well, people always are... are um, using the word struggle yeah they're struggling uh they're overwhelmed and they're under motivated mm-hmm. and they don't believe and they have no vision of where they're going so i would say that you know when we start out on our plan when we start out on a diet it's because we don't like ourselves it's because we're feeling really you know we're calling ourselves bad names like fat pig you're so disgusting and then you take your you know you drag yourself to some place or you start a new diet or you get the latest book and that's okay because it gave you the energy to get moving. But what people don't ever do until they talk to me <laughs> mm-hmm. is, is say, where am I going? What am I doing after I lose this weight? How is this really going to change my life? How is it going to impact on the other areas? What do I want? It's not about weight loss. You know, I hope I can say this and get the point. It's really about your life and where are you going, what's your compelling vision of your life and what you really, really want. The other thing I'll just throw in, and then I'll let you say something, is then say you get really excited and you start to move forward, then fear comes up and gets in the way. Mm. All right. Are you there? I am. All right. So if fear gets in the way, and fear because we're afraid we're going to eat too much? I think we're we're afraid we're going to fall off the deep end because we always have. Mm. We're basing this time on every other time. We're really, this is a new time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really a different time that the future hasn't had. It's all happened. All the possibilities are, are right there in front of us, and we don't have to repeat the past. It's as if our past is masquerading as our future. So, I, so when I work with people in groups or in my books, it's really about, hey, where are we going? What's, oh, no, that don't say... Um, I, oh, I get to the three-month mark, and that's where I fail. I always fail at the three-month mark. So we're setting ourselves up for failure is what you're saying. Yeah, because you're basing this attempt on every other one. And it's not an attempt. This is your time. Mm -hmm. I really do believe if I can do it, anybody can. Now, you say it's about attitude. So Mm -hmm. when you first start working with people, what's the first thing you tell them to do? Do you tell them to get themselves another interest? Do you talk about certain foods? How do you I say, I say, what's weighing you down? Mm. What are you tolerating? What are you putting up with? What's weighing you down? And what's beyond the food trees, a lot of people just like to eat. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of different parts to this. It tastes good. It looks good. Um, yeah, but it doesn't feel good when you're stuffed. No, it feels terrible. You know, I was doing a workshop at Omega. Do you know Omega? Of course. Upstate New York, it's like the of best. Course. Yeah, it's the best. Um, I bet you teach there, huh? 
I, I'm a, I, I've worked with them. I, I don't teach. Yeah, it's great there. So I was doing a workshop, and I asked in in the group, "When do you when do you stop? When when how do you know you're sated? How do you know you're satisfied?" Mm-hmm. And they all looked at me like I had three heads, and I said, "You know, how do you know when you're seated?" Mm-hmm. I said, "How do you know when you're you know you're full when you're done eating?" And they said, "Oh, when the biggest loser is over." Oh. So I said, what do you mean? And they said, oh, well, we get our snacks and we get our dinner in front of the TV. And when the show's over, then we're done eating. Uh And and then someone says, oh, when the bag is empty, that's when I'm done. Mm. When there's, oh, when lunch hour's over, that's when I'm done. None of it was about how they're in touch with being, in touch with your body. Interesting. It was an yeah. outside, outside control. Yeah, not it was all control. external, no internal. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I ask people to start to look well, at. Well, you also have something called your stay fat strategy, that if you want to stay fat, here are the things you need to tell each other. Well, they? you know, I was on the phone with a client, and she was in, in oh, I, I, uh, let me tell you why I can't lose weight. I can't because the kids are coming over and I have to have brownies in the house. And then she said, and I couldn't walk this week because it rained every day. And she went through a whole list of things. And I said, Joe, I said, you're brilliant. You've got the best stay fat strategy I've ever heard. <laughs> so she said, she started to laugh. And I said, here's an assignment. Write down 10 of your best stay fat strategies. So she quickly ran off 10 and emailed it to me. And it's it really, it was she got it immediately, and it was funny. In the moment, it was just like, look at what we're doing. We're, stay- we're creating this stuck state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other thing that you talked about in terms of staying fat is when you start hating fat people. I thought that was a very interesting thing that you wrote. Well, there are a lot of, you mean looking at other people and judging them because they're heavy? Yeah. Oh, well, the she wrote, yeah, that was one of Joe's, things she's a way for her to stay fat well we do that all the time don't we Mm. we we look at each other and we judge each other and it's usually the one thing that we really don't like about ourselves Mm. whether it's it's you know but she had written that she said that was a sure way to stay fat call other people fat Mm -hmm. she's right (laughs) Mm. yeah we have also also talk about drowning in drama oh i love that well it's, it's it's we well. I, I also love to ask people, um, um, what drama have you created today? Mm-hmm. How much drama have you participated in today? We love drama. It's interesting and it's fun. But when you hear yourself saying, "The problem is," or "I can't lose weight because I'm trying to lose weight," then you're you, you know then it's you're drowning in drama when you start to use those words. So I encourage people when they say, I can't, to say, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. You, it's not that you can't. You, it's maybe you're overwhelmed. Maybe you don't know how. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe there's something that's really, it's, it's um, people will do anything to avoid pain. And maybe the well, pain. Well, and that was my next question. We only have a couple minutes before break, but my next question was, what if you're going through a trauma? You're going through a breakup or there's, you know, some, some trauma and the food is comforting to you. Do you say to people during that sort of trauma or that difficult event that maybe they should wait or do you think they should no i don't think anybody should wait but i go i'd be realistic about it i'd plan it plan what i'm going to have if i really need that slice of cheesecake i'm going to plan it and count it okay count it anyway don't don't if you say 
I'll call you when I feel better, and I'll go. I'll start. I'll start my life when I feel better, because essentially that's what you're saying. If you say not now, you're saying, oh, I'm not now. I'm not going to start my life now. So I would say no. Jump in, but and be realistic. Um, All right. I know that. Can I keep talking, or do you have to take a break? Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are talking to Janice Taylor, one of the country's leading health and wellness coaches. And you can log on to her website, which is OurLadyOfWeightLoss.com. And she has two books. We're talking today about her book, All is Forgiven, Given, Move On, Our Lady of Weight Loss's 101 Fat-Burning Steps on Your Journey to Stealthville. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Everybody, we are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We are talking today about weight loss, about permanent weight loss, about eating over the holidays. Of course, this is a great time to talk about food. And my guest today is Janice Taylor, who is one of the country's leading health and wellness coaches, a weight loss artist, motivational speaker, author, creator of the popular e-letter, Our Lady of Weight Loss, the Kick in the Tush Club, and contributor to the Huffington Post, as well as featured in O, Oprah Magazine, New York Times, and many, many others. She's the author of two great books, and she's maintained a weight loss of 50 pounds for more than five years. And she has a book, Our Lady of Weight Loss, and her newest book is All is Forgiven, Move On. And the subtitle of that book is Our Lady of Weight Loss is 101 Fat-Burning Steps on Your Journey to Svelteville. Welcome back, Janice. Okay, how do people start? How do people start if, you know, they're eating 5,000 calories, but, you know, you don't go from 5,000 calories to 1,000 calories? 
you really, I mean, you can for about a week or so, and then you crash and burn. I, I think you really have to be realistic and go, and I know I'm, I'm not a nutritionist, you know, I'm not a, a dietitian, but I know I'm right, <laughs> because to make that kind of adjustment, you could feel really hungry. What do you do? I, um, you can get, um, anxiety is always a big trigger for me. That's something where if I'm feeling really anxious, even to, to this day, that's going to, I'm going to head into the kitchen for something. Now, the, my anxiety level is, is, my tolerance is a lot higher, but still anxiety is a trigger for me. When I first lost those 50 pounds and I um, was feeling very anxious, I had left my job. I decided to really take a leap of faith. I was so um, inspired by my own weight loss success that I thought if I could do this, I could do anything. So I left my job to live a more creative life. And the, I, I just want to say that the last day of work was one of the most exciting of my life. It's like the shackles had been, you know, my karmic shackles removed. The day after was the most frightening day because I realized I had no paycheck coming in and no big piles of money around. Mm-hmm. And um, the anxiety was intense. And what I did was I would get the biggest bowls that the kind of um, pasta or, or salad bowls that, well, the salad bowl that you put two bags of salad in mm-hmm. for ten people, I filled it to the top. I put a can of string beans on it, some mushrooms, carrots, tomatoes. I made a salad. I put lemon juice on it, not dressing, because that'll get you. And um, I would eat until I would calm down. I would eat carrots until my jaw hurt one day. Mm-hmm. But I did not, I still felt in control because I said, all right, I was very aware. I'm feeling really anxious. This is emotional eating. But I'm, I'm too anxious to to go and knit. I'm too, I'm, that's not going to do it for me. So I went with, with too much healthy food. But you were very aware. You were very, very aware. Well, I really have to say that um, I do, I want to go on record as saying I do not think that everyone has to be skinny or lose weight. If you're happy, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. I was not happy. It was a life of compromise. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad life at all. I had the same husband and children. It was I, I wasn't it just was not who I was. And once I had freed myself and let my, the real me come forward and when I work with people everybody has that kind of common feeling that there's someone trapped inside that wants to come out, the real them. Once that person had been unleashed in me, there was no way and there's no way now that I'm going back to who I was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for people to understand who they are, who they were, who they are, who they want to be. Isn't there another piece to that, too? You really don't want to go back because it just doesn't feel good physically. I mean, your, your body is now thinner. It's, it's used to that weight. You, I, it, when I having gain, an if I go up more than three pounds, and I, I used to hear people, said people say this, and it used to irritate me to death. Oh, you gained five pounds, big deal. But I can feel it in a way I couldn't. I wouldn't have felt gaining twenty before. Mm-hmm. It's very uncomfortable. Right. And you're right. I, will, I I appreciate that I can take the stairs, and not huff and puff. You know, 
Well, you know, but you you said something though that I want to go back to, and that's when you said you ate the carrots and your jaw was hurting. Mm-hmm. But you were aware. It's kind of like, in a way, the addict. You know, we're aware of our addiction, and that's the first step, isn't it? To admit it and to be aware of it. When we're denying it, that's when we have the issue. Well, we well, yes, truth is number one, and um, when you look at. Um, Yes, you say, okay, I'm a food addict. I'll say it. You know, there's, there's, there's some level of addiction here. But when you really start to look at it, you could start to look at the um, untruths that you're telling yourself all day long, even while you're losing weight, that you set yourself up for failure as you're moving forward. You know, the little things, the little things. Like, I'll just have one bite. It's really Okay. Um, I'm doing this. I'm stocking the house with cake for other people. Uh, it's and Thanksgiving's coming this week. So how many people? What what's your real intention? What's the truth about what you want to do and about what you're going to do? I would so rather somebody say to me, you know what? I'm going to eat like a pig for five days. I'll call you on the sixth day and get right back on track. Mm-hmm. Then then go out there and pretend that they're not going to, mm-hmm. and then feel like a failure. All right, let's talk about holiday eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the holidays. Thanksgiving is coming right up. What tips do you give to people? Well, manage your, hol- manage your expectations. I mean, for me, I, I, the food is going to be your trigger, just having the food right there. But also, you know, I feel like I should whisper this so my family doesn't hear me. But <laughs> like, the family's a trigger. You know, people are triggers. So, and I Still, even though I'm really a grown-up and I should know better, I still have that Norman Rockwell picture in my head of this, like, gathering. And we're, we're a good family. We're, we're there's, you know, we're, we're fine. And my mother's still going to say something that's going to annoy me, you know. You know? So ma- to be realistic and, ma- and manage your expectations. Um, I, I, I think that that's a really important thing. Um, and and what if you want the apple pie or the pumpkin pie or the desserts? I say have it. I say have. This is not the last supper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say so get a small plate, take a small piece. I say be one with your pumpkin pie. Um, and, um, you know, so that you are really enjoying it. I say go in there knowing what you're eating. This is a lo- this is another way you talk about how we tell untruths or kind of lie to ourselves. We eat something and then we look up how many calories it is. So if you all want to know uh, how many calories, uh, I will, as soon as we hang up, I'll post on my BeliefNet blog the calories. A cup of, one cup of eggnog is 343 calories. A half a cup of sweet, candied sweet potatoes is 150. Six ounces of turkey of a mixture of dark and white is 340. In one meal, you can, you can eat 3,500 calories, which is a pound gained. So I, I say you so this is the most important thing. If anybody, if everybody listen, in the morning when you wake up on Thanksgiving, imagine that it is nighttime and you're home. And you've gone through the day. And imagine how you want to feel. Do you want to be happy with how you ate? Do you want to say, okay, I really allowed myself to have those desserts and I enjoyed it and I didn't call myself any names? Because for me, that's, I really, for me, the most important part is that you really embrace who you are and love yourself. And then the weight loss will come. 
Um, That's the key, isn't it? Well, if you're going to go, this is why I say you set yourself up because you say, I'm not going to have, you know what? I'm not going to have any. Or you say, you know what? I'm just going to have one slice of the apple pie and that's it. And then you get there and you have way more than that. And then the internal conversation starts. Have it, don't have it, have it. Now you're missing all Thanksgiving because you're, you're stuck in your head worrying about what you're having or not having. Ultimately, you have it, and then you go home, and, and then you start the internal conversation of beating yourself up. I'm entirely against beating up of oneself. I'm banning it. It, does, it doesn't do anybody any good. No, and it makes you eat more, doesn't it? You eat more, and you're cranky. You, I mean, you're sending out a ripple wave of, you know, of unhappiness. It's, um, it's really, again... If you're going to have it, enjoy it. It's one. It's one meal. Now, absolutely. Th- n- so now, what about meal. tips for after Thanksgiving? Because now, after that, we're rolling right into the holiday season with all the candy canes and sugary sweets and all that. You said it right, sister. You're going to roll in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that you have my number one rule in both of my books is make your home your safe haven. If you if you're not if you're going to have all those foods in your house that are tempting you and calling your name, you're going to be in, you're, especially in the beginning of the journey. Yeah, you know it's the hardest to say no to it. Um, don't make your home your safe haven. You want to have a safe place, and it should be your home. There's too much temptation out there, so start there. Don't you bring are, it you home. You also talk about tricking your brain. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? For instance. You say we get past our amygdala without waking it up. We need to oh, quietly well, go yeah. to well, the amygdala in our brain is the fight or fight place, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and which is, doesn't like change. If we try to change too much, it gets triggered. Too much change, something's going on here, and we, and we override it. So you want to tiptoe past your amygdala. You want to make really small changes slowly so that you don't want to lose five pounds in one week and change your job and paint your house a different color. It's too much. You want to move slowly forward so that you can kind of ingest the change and make it real, make it a lifestyle change. So that's kind of tricking tiptoeing past the amygdala, tricking yourself. I, I also really do believe another way of tricking your mind that I find is that if you can learn to pay attention to your first thought in the morning, you know when your eyes start to flicker between wake, you know, sleep and wake, you, start to, you have a morning thought that you're not fully aware of, Start to pay attention to what it is, because if you wake up and you say, oh, crap, i got to get up and go to work, you're going to have a crappy day. But if you can stop in that moment and turn it around, you're making a conscious choice. And you're saying, I choose happiness. I choose moving forward. All right. Keep now moving note, your mind back there. All right. Now, on that note, we're going to take a break. My guest today is our lady of weight loss nutrition expert, Janice Taylor. She is one of the leading health and wellness coaches. Her website is OurLadyOfWeightLoss.com. She has some great videos on YouTube that are funny and practical. Her new book that we're talking about today is All is Forgiven, Move On. Our Lady of Weight Loss is 101 Fat-Burning Steps on Your Journey to Feltville. You can call us after the break at 866-472-5788. 
1587 if you are listening live on the 23rd of November. And if you're not, you can listen to the archives right here on voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. experts call toll free right now 1-866-472-5787 Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions that's 1-866-472-5787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com do you know that over 70 percent of americans with severe disabilities are unemployed are you one of the 2.5 million americans with epilepsy if you are or know someone struggling with these issues tune in to disability matters with joyce bender on the show joyce will discuss these issues as well as others she will have a nationally known guest that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you the listener call in with your questions and concerns so if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does listen to disability matters with joyce bender heard every tuesday at 11 a.m pacific time here on voiceamerica.com i can take care of myself i can make a peanut butter sandwich i can brush my teeth and i can give myself a bath i can walk home alone from school I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Everybody, we are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We are talking about weight loss, keeping the weight off, about holiday eating, with a very funny and terrific lady, Janice Taylor, who Oprah Winfrey says Janice Taylor is the kooky kind of genius, and she certainly is. Janice Taylor is one of the country's leading health and wellness coaches, a weight loss artist, motivational speaker, and she's written in many magazines, including Health and Wellness Magazine, Intent.com, Beliefnet.com. She's been featured in O and Oprah Magazine and New York Times, and the list goes on and on. She's written the book, Our Lady of Weight Loss, Miraculous and Motivational Musings from the Patron Saint, A Permanent Fat Removal. That was an Oprah Book Club pick, and her newest book is All is Forgiven, Move On, our Lady of Weight Loss is 101 Fat-Burning Steps on your journey to Stoutsville. Welcome back, Janice. Thank okay, you. Okay, you've got a couple funny stories to tell our audience. Well, we were talking about Thanksgiving, and you'd mentioned the videos that I have. And uh, one of funny. the videos that I did is, is with me with um, duct tape over my mouth, electrician's tape, so I wouldn't eat. You know, and I have to tell you, that was, that was a real-life story. One Thanksgiving, my hu- husband... Uh, took the kids out to run a couple of errands, and I was making Thanksgiving dinner. And I was, and I, I really, this is still an issue for me. Um, how do you cook and not eat it, eat it all while you're cooking it? Yeah. And so I was determined not to, and I kept unconsciously. If I, I'd, I'd say, "Oh my God, there's food in my mouth! Oh my God, there's food in my mouth!" So I went and I got electrician's tape, and I taped up my mouth while I was eating. I was alone in the house. And then the door opens, and my husband comes in. And we have a kitchen where you have that pass-through, so there's, like, 
all he could see was my head with the electrician's tape. And when, and when he walked in, he comes up and he says, and he got terrified that we'd been robbed. <laughs> that, That's funny. It was such a funny moment. Well, maybe it was funny. It was really funny. The other thing that um, my poor husband comes home one night, and I'm in the kitchen, and I have all my underwear rolled up in little balls, and I have the um, food scale. And he says, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm weighing my underwear. I want to, because the next day I was going to a Weight Watcher meeting to oh, weigh in. that's funny. And I wanted to, I said, so, I said, the bikini underwear weighed a whole ounce less than the big full breeze. <laughs> I was like, I know that people do crazy things. I think sure. one of oh, the, when you go to the doctor's office and you make sure you take off the extra sweater. Oh, my God. Think? My doctor came in and he wanted me to get on the, he had the scale in the hallway. And before I even took my winter coat off, he wanted me to just get on and weigh you on the way to the room. And I was like, no way. Are you crazy? <laughs> That'll make me depressed for a month. I've got boots on, for God's sake. What are you <laughs> thinking, man? So, Oh, that's funny. So, funny. so whatever, whatever, anything anybody's done, I've done, you know, I'm right there with you. Now, and that's you why have, I really do believe if columns. I can get past this that anybody can. Well, and you've written columns in BeliefNet and O Magazine and in, in many different areas. What kind of comments do you get from your column? What responses? What are some of the responses that you Mo- get? The, the columns and, you know, I, I keep it light. I, there's a lot of artwork. You know, you had mentioned that I'm a weight loss artist. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ways that I lost weight initially was I said, okay, I'm going to put my energy into something creative. And so instead of eating, I said uh, I made collages about food instead of eating it. So I was said I'm gonna you know it it I was just having fun making art and and um, when I get emails from people most people are so grateful that I'm making this heavy topic light and saying you know we can make art we can put glitter on everything we can laugh it up while we slim down we don't have to beat ourselves up and there's nothing wrong with you. In fact, I did um, a workshop, and I explained that actually the food industry, the foods that we're eating, the way you know it, it's addictive. The um, the it's the food industry is a for-profit industry, and mo- and the foods that we eat are engineered. Though when they say you can only have one chip, you can't you can't only have one chip. They mean it. The food's been engineered that way. Hmm. So um, I was explaining the science of this in a class, and there's a woman got up, and she she was a large woman anyway. I mean, she was at least six feet tall, and she was heavy. And she got up and she started crying, and she said, "Thank you. I don't uh, for the first time I don't feel like there's something wrong with me." And she picked me up and twirled me around. I have a picture of it. It's lovely. So I, you know, if we could understand what's going on, and if we could laugh at ourselves and say, "What's my?" Stay fat strategy, and then know if we have a stay fat strategy, we can have a get healthy strategy that we're really capable of creating strategies. So that's the kind of thing. Um, and I have a program going called the Holiday Diet, which mm-hmm. consists of um, you sign up for it, and there's an ebook. And then every morning I send um, through from now through January one, you get a really cheery email from me early in the morning, which is my most cheery time, and um, I was uh, sharing with the 
with the group in my email that I had instead of, you know, the whole exercise thing, you got to get out, you did 10,000 steps a day, mm-hmm. that instead of saying, I've got to walk every day, I've got to walk every day, I serendipitously last week picked up a camera and went outside with the camera, and I took, there's, the photos are on my Facebook page, um, and I started walking with the intent of being a photographer, like having fun. Not that I'm changing Right, career. rather than I'm going to go to just to walk. Rather than I must walk, I must exercise, I said, I'm going to go out. What kind of photos can I take? Mm-hmm. Every day I wake up and I'm like, I can't wait to go out and take a walk. I'm going to go. And I found, I've, I, I live eight blocks from Central Park. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two routes that I've been using, you know, walking paths. Yes. And when I started to say, think, oh, I want to take pictures, I started making new paths right. instead of walking the same way every day. So we're not focusing on the food or on what we have to do. We're focusing on the enjoyment. Of life. Exactly, exactly. It's, up, Janet, it's not about your path. It's you, about you, life. Do you think that we should cut out, we should be eating certain foods and not eating certain foods? I mean, do you ascribe to certain diets or programs, or do you say to people, look, just eat less? Well, I'm going to tell you both. I have uh, one person that I'm working with who who has never, ever in her whole life been able to lose weight, and uh, we've been working together a couple of months, and she's lost 23 pounds so far, and it's because she's eating less of whatever she wants. And I hope she adds more fruits and vegetables to her diet soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I I recommend... A healthy plan. I think that the more fruits and vegetables you eat, the more fiber, the less hungry you are. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and and it's it's just it's heart healthy. It's all these things. But this, you have to meet people where they are. You cannot say to somebody who it does not want to. You know, there is no such thing as willpower. There's only want power. So you can make somebody give up something that they do not want to give up. And if this is this person's path, it's even if she's eating things that aren't the healthiest, and I'm not suggesting everybody go this route, but she's 23 pounds lighter. That's healthier than where she was when we started. So, and now I do encourage more fruits and vegetables. But I'm not the, you know, I'm, I'm not the food police. I'm here to change the way you think about this, to change your experience of this and of yourself. All right. Now, are you teaching workshops and classes? I have, um, just if people go to my website, they'll say um, I'm doing the e, uh, the holiday diet e-program now in January. I'm going to be doing the blow the fat cells out of your mind program. Um, the 21-day cure. We love a cure, don't we, in 21 days. Um, so there's lots of e-programs coming up, and I do teach in Omega in the summer. So there's, there's always new things, but people can go to my website. Which is OurLadyOfWeightLoss.com, and you have another one. JaniceTaylorLiving.com, J-A-N-I-C-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R, Living.com, and that links to Our Lady of Weight Loss. Okay, now we have four minutes left. You have some um, tips to sleep better because what you say is that sleep plays a crucial role in our obtaining and maintaining our healthy weight and our general well-being. 
It does. I, I, so the first thing you want to do when you go to sleep is you want to go to bed. You want to go to sleep the same time every night so that you're establishing a habit. You do not want to watch the news or violent things before you go to sleep. Um, I like, if I'm having a difficulty falling asleep, which is rare, but if I'm having difficulty, I put on the, the, um, what, like the sounds of the ocean or meditation music. Uh, I write down my intention for my dream before I go to sleep mm. so that I'm saying, what do I... So I'm setting an intention, sitting there and saying, okay, I w- I'm going to have a really restful night. I want to dream about whatever I want to dream about, the secret of life. Um, I, um, and just, I set the intention to have a good night's sleep. So if you did, do this as a ritual you absolutely um, sleep. And, and my belief is that... Set the intention before you go to sleep. If you set the intention before you go to sleep, your next day is completely changed. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's... Um, if you set the intention to have a good night's sleep and to have happy dreams, and you, when you wake up, if you notice the first thought, and you sit there for a moment and you set the intention for your day. There, it, and it and makes you a do difference. that as a ritual. There's, there's no way that your life can't change, right. that it won't change. And you also have other tips, too. If you go to my beliefnet.com okay. um, backslash Our Lady of Weight Loss, right. uh, you go to my blog there and you can, you'll, find, you'll find 25 tips on sleep. You'll find the Thanksgiving. Uh, today there's 21 uh, tips. Thank, getting through Thanksgiving, which do, does talk about um, food as well as um, uh, people. Wonderful. So. All right, Janice, closing thoughts. If people get one thing about this interview on definitely losing weight, all is forgiven, moving on, and your tips, what would you say? What would you like to close our, leave our listeners with? That you're really just fine the way you are. Start there. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really mean it. There's really go for go for the life that you deserve. Mm. Do not write me and tell me you deserve a piece of cake. You deserve so much more. Mm-hmm. So really, you Thank deserve you. everything good. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you. Thank you. Stay on the line. My guest has been Janice Taylor. Her website is our lady of our lady of dot com. Or the other one, Janice was Janice Taylor. JaniceTaylorLiving.com. Okay, JaniceTaylorLiving.com. All right, folks, um, next week we'll have a great guest for you, and it's really always exciting to be with you each week right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a wonderful Monday and a wonderful week. Bye for now.
been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 